tell you that whatever you can think of or imagine already exists exactly as you imagine it. What if I were to tell you that if you have a desire that it's meant to be? Well, I think you're going to be amazed by the power of kinetic belief and how it will lead you to living your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hey friends, welcome back. Glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website. I'm so excited that tomorrow is your birthday, Miss Megan. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. I know. Are you excited about it? I'm super excited. I love any kind of celebration. Well, I know you do. We always start early and <laughs> do we ever end? No. We just keep we starting. We any excuse. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day, yeah, birthday. I know, right? Well, we're going to Charleston, South Carolina yes. to ride bikes around tomorrow. Oh, no. And, and tomorrow and, and Saturday. Uh, yeah. And then this weekend. Yeah, the whole Friday, weekend. I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, we have lots of fun dinner reservations and uh, little theater shows we're going to and bike riding. And I love your birthdays. Oh, I do too. Pack, pack it in. <laughs> And I do plan my own birthdays. Thank you very oh, much. Yeah, you really, <laughs> yes, you do. If you want something, you better do it yourself. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then we're off to Atlanta. Oh, yeah, that's true. We've got a workshop coming up, a Mastering I, the Universe. Oh, I just love it. Power of Kinetic Belief Workshop in Atlanta. Oh, those are so fun. I just love meeting everyone. Mm. I love it. I love the people. Your face is so expressive. It really is. You're always talking and communicating when you're not saying anything. Just your face is saying so much. Well, it's really more about efficiency. Is that what it is? You don't have to say anything if you make the right face. I mean, it's just mesmerizing. Oh you're my talking goodness. right now. I love you too. I can. You know what my face is doing is it's turning red as you're what, staring at it and talking about it. I can't stand gotcha. it. Gotcha. You did. You so did. today we're talking about anointed with the power of kinetic belief. Great title. My Very favorite cool. topic. Gosh, there's so much to this. And and I have to say, if anybody has the standing to anoint someone with kinetic belief, it would be you. Absolutely. Well, everybody wants to change. That's universal. So true. Everybody. I mean, that's the way we're designed, the way that we come into this world, into the natural. We're designed as changers. We're designed as sojourners. Do you think anybody wants to change for the bad? Or is it always no, good? No, no. And I think that bad is simply, is simply something that we, uh, it comes from the judgments of other people. Yeah. I don't think that there's in anyone is inherently bad yeah. or wants to be bad. Um, it, you remember the, the musical that we saw, um, The Wizard of Oz? What was it? Wicked. Wicked. Yeah, yeah. It flips the script. Great, flips the script. And, yeah. and I think you can do that with anybody at any time. Nobody so wants to be true. bad. So true. So true. There are always multiple sides to all stories. That's very true. Right. So everybody wants to change. It's the way that you come into the natural. But you know what the thing is, is that most people don't know how to change. Mm. We want to. And so... When good things happen, it feels good. It's stimulating. And you realize, wait a minute, there's just so much more to life that I'm not experiencing. Well, how do you know? I'm getting these inklings of good things every once in a while. I guess it's just 
I accidentally stumble across <laughs> something that went right yeah. for a change. And so I want more of that. Well, and you're right. Yeah. It's, you're supposed to be experiencing more good in life. Yeah. And isn't that the forest for the trees thing? You know, when you're in it, when you're, that's why we can so easily give other people advice. But when you're in your own life, it's, it's really difficult to get that nice aerial perspective of what you should be doing to make a change. Um, but you're right. We all want to change and, and few of us actually know what the heck to do to make it happen. Well, and it's not necessarily dissatisfaction that leads people to want to change either. Again, sure. it's just an innate way that we are all wired. We mm-hmm. come into the natural as explorers. We were meant to go to other worlds and planets. Yeah. We're meant to explore the universe around us. We're not supposed to be stagnant in one <laughs> one area, one place, doing life the same way day in and day out, decade after decade sitting in the same chair, watching the same shows, talking about the same things, eating the same food, and driving the same road and route day after day after day. That's true. It's the round-robin way of life. We weren't meant to live that way. We're not supposed to. That's not who we are organically. You're so right. And I think that's why when we try to force ourselves into that little box that it's it, it manifests in all these ugly ways, whether it be depression or anxiety or, you know, just that sort of stagnant way of living. It, it's it's not it's good to embrace the natural, organic, original purpose of you. Well, and there are a lot of flags, physiological flags that go up that are can be like you're saying it's anxiety. Mm. That's things that just are telling you that this is something's not right here. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be going back to the same function with my life day in and day out. And now, don't get me wrong, this is not to rag on anybody that's got a career with a company and they love doing what they're doing. Absolutely. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about growing and advancing your mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion to become who you're meant to be. Not, and it's not a destination. There's so much truth to the analogy that life is a journey and it's supposed to be a journey. And you're supposed to be enjoying the journey as you go. And it's not a destination. So I would say if you found yourself to be stagnated into a destination, I know, I know you want to change and you probably just don't know what to do. And it's funny too, because I know that I've... I've had people talk to me in my past, especially when I was younger, maybe around a college age. And if you do want to change, it's amazing how many people will just sort of tell you just to change. And it's always sort of infuriating, isn't it? Because when you hear that and you're wanting to change, you just want to sort of snap at them and go, well, if I knew how, I would have. Thank you very much. People that tell you to change, the reason it's infuriating is because it's someone that's abusing their dominion and authority. What they're really saying is you need to change to be like me rather than you need to change and morph into your original purpose, the reason you came into the natural, the to become more of the genius within. That's not what they're saying. So it, yes, it's infuriating. Why? Because it's designed to lead you off the path and course for your purpose for being here. Well, that's why I've always loved the way that you teach and the doctrine of what you teach, because it's not some... Uh, version of trying to get us to mimic you it's it's you're you're always encouraging us to dig deep and find ourselves and our own beliefs and our own you know just be being the best version of self not the best version of the teacher we celebrate diversity and not commonality yes we're all equal equal co-equal creators designed and fashioned in the image of the creator but we are all uniquely different 
And so to live successfully is to recognize your differences and and find a faction and find others that also celebrate your differences in the diversity that edify and encourage you and champion you to be the unique genius that you came into this world to to be and to demonstrate. Everybody is a tacit of the original creator of the universe. We all are expressions of the diverse genius of the one that created us. And so there is going to be a sense of uh, dissatisfaction that comes with not being able to express who you were meant to be. I have to say, I really love how often you talk to us and teach us about the power of the individual and coming and the power of even a group of coming together as the individual. Why Why do you think that, that society seems to always be uh taking that away you always get the sense like when you're when you kind of let your guard down and you're hanging out with other people from time to time you do get the sense that you you feel like they're trying to strip you of that power of individuality and i've never quite understood why that is well it's because there there are two major things that we come into the world with every single person and that's with authority and dominion. And then the third is the ability to believe, to imagine and see. There is power that comes from the kinetic belief, the ability to hold on and fashion a belief according to a highest viewpoint, creating a thought form, and you're rearranging the universe around you. And when you're doing that, you're becoming uniquely successful according to your own virtue. And anyone who is being successful at doing this is a threat to those that are not doing it. And so what you have is society at large that is built upon the the, uh, the backs of those who've positioned themselves to be in charge of everyone. And so anyone that should dare to be uniquely different in an individual becomes all of a sudden a threat to the head because you've gotten out of line. And so the utopia that exists within the hearts of all is one where there is equality universally. And that equality is demonstrated through the diversity of the original genius that's located within every original creative creator. And that's that's so fascinating to me. And that's one of the biggest things, changes that I've made over even just the past few months is you've been teaching so much about when you first meet someone or you come into a new situation, a new experience, looking at people and, you know, sort of sussing out their the things that make them very different from you and then using that to, you know, foster appreciation and a deep connection with them because it is organic to look for the similarities and for me that's been a huge change I just it's activated I think a deeper unconditional love for people it's helped me see people more more deeply and you feel seen too so you know really reversing that idea of replacing the similarities with with the deep appreciation of differences is very powerful Yeah, and it's powerful because it's accurate. It's powerful because it sets you free, free to become who you're meant to be, free to not be in judgment of others. And here's the thing, when you are evaluating and uh, considering other people and looking around to determine what your own purpose is and and uh, measuring the successes of others and then looking at yourself and saying, well, how do I measure up with that person? Rather than looking within, what happens is it, 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 it captures you. It captures your spirit. It captures your creativity. And it makes you conform to the society and to the values of others around you. So yes, this is empowering to be set free from all of those things. Now, what if I were to tell you that regardless of your age, you're supposed to be healthy. Regardless, of your, you're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to be a, a tower of, of 
influence in the proper way that is demonstrating that, hey, I'm uniquely living the the genius that's within me, the unique, diverse person that I'm supposed to be. And what if I were to tell you that regardless of your age, you actually came into this world for the purpose of being wealthy and prosperous? Not there's no you should not be experiencing lack at any time in your life. Lack is just a fruit of fear. And anything that's based in fear is going to be destructive to you. I love that because it's like you're always offering up health and wealth and prosperity and massive success as as seen as destiny and not something that's that has to be deeply, you know, you have to work hard to achieve it. You have to really, you know, grit your teeth and dig deep and you know, it's just this is who you're supposed to be. Health becomes you, strength becomes you, mm-hmm. prosperity becomes you. The fact that you have the desire for a healthy body and for prosperity Endless prosperity, not uh, finances that are great one day and poor the next, but endless prosperity. The fact that you desire those things means that your best life, now this is really cool, it means that it already exists. It's not something that you're aspiring to because it doesn't exist. You're actually longing for it because it already exists. It's like if you have an appetite for chocolate, it's because there's chocolate in the world and you've experienced it and you want more of it. It's already there. It's not something that has to be invented or created um, from nothing. Mm. And so what we're starting to get into is the understanding of exactly what quantum physics is, which we're part of that world, the natural world of quantum physics. And there's something without getting ahead of myself called quantum entanglement that I'd like to touch on just a little yeah. bit today to help uh, further expose exactly what's going on when we really desire something for ourselves. And when you understand the mechanics behind a desire, all of a sudden, many of the obstacles that you thought were between you and where you want to be come tumbling down. So there's all the books and all the coaches that will tell you, if you want more out of life, you're going to have to work harder. You're going to have to get up earlier. You need to be smarter. You've got to be better than the next guy. And while all of those things will get results, look, they're only temporal, which means that they're just temporary. How many times have you heard the story of somebody making a lot of money only to lose it all? Or how many professional athletes have you seen that once they retire, they're out of shape and overweight? Look, when success comes from hard work, it's temporal. And that just simply means it's temporary at best. What if I were to tell you that it's not only possible to manifest great wealth, the body that you want, joy and peace and edifying relationships, a life full of adventure, all of those things, but then also a life that just keeps getting better and better as you're journeying along with every passing day, year after year for the rest of your life. All of that is not only possible, but it's achievable. And there are tens of thousands of people around the world that are doing it right now. Wow, I just love this idea of this constant growth, this constant elevating of self and this elevating of your life. What, a, what an amazing thing just to even imagine for your future to be. Most people are cycling through life. They're sad than happy. And you may know people, they eat bad food, good food. I've done that, been there, guilty, not guilty. <laughs> they get in shape, then they're out of shape. They get sick and then they're healthy for a while. Then guess what? They're sick again. They make some money and then they lose the money. And and that's the round robin average person way of life. Every human being comes in the world and immediately starts becoming defined by what they see. And so what happens is as you uh, model yourself after the natural surroundings, the things that you're seeing and touching, hearing, feeling, it causes 
uh, these influences to to advance you and then to pull you back again. In other words, the negative judgments by other people causes frustration and the sadness, unfulfilled desires because you're looking for validation from people around you. Looking for validation from uh, the natural, from what you can see. You're looking for all of your valuation to come from measurements that you are observing rather than looking within to locate. Well, and that's the big difference, isn't it, between what you teach us about kinetic belief and then the natural world world that you just mentioned that's always sucking us in is that with kinetic belief, it's always in the mind and in, and really it's so deeply emotional and spiritual and that's where you make these advances and then it just happens for you. Um, and that natural system, when it sucks you in, oh my word, the stress, the level of work that it takes of, you know, dig deep. And it's honestly, it's just exhausting. The power of kinetic belief is that it is always unmoved by the natural. Mm-hmm. It is unmoved by the senses. It does not choose what to believe according to what it sees. It sees according to what it believes. It's the, it becomes the lens for life for the successful kinetic believer. Most people, even while making a good living, look, they feel trapped. And in, in, while the good life, it just seems to be passing them by. And often they can't even explain why they feel that way. Why? But they just feel um, like uh, they're very anxious. And they have those late nights of just staring at the ceiling going, what is wrong with my life? Why is it that I'm so unhappy? I've got this great job, this great family. I live in this nice house and drive a nice car and have great friends, but I'm so dissatisfied. What is that? It's nothing more than a flag saying, there's more for you that you're supposed to be experiencing and expressing something that's uniquely um, divine, if you will, to you, according to the original unique genius within that's unlike anything that you've been sensually looking at to observe. It's unlike anything that anybody's been telling you about yourself. No one can know your genius but you. That's why it's your genius. And so if you are, if you've been molding your life after the thoughts and opinions and the ideas of what you read, see, hear, without ever stopping to consider what's within, then you're going to have those lengthy moments of dissatisfaction and questions that's like, what's wrong with my life? Where am I missing it? You know, it's interesting because as you're describing setting up that the idea of that kind of life where you're dissatisfied, maybe you're even making really good money, but you're not doing it in the way that you love and that you enjoy. Um, it just gives you the sense that life does have such a, a high level of momentum to it. And anything that you start is likely to snowball. Um, and so that kind of goes, that goes back to what you were saying about unbecoming something. So, you know, because (laughs) think about it, like if you, if you start a job, you don't like, you know, you just, it's not your passion at all. And then all of a sudden your, your lifestyle is going to be supported by all that money. And now you're totally stuck because you have all these bills that you've obligated yourself to based off the job with all the money that you don't like. It's just amazing. Great point. If you're not centering your desires based upon that genius within, your purpose for being here, you're, if you get off course just a little bit and you continue and continue in that manner, it doesn't take long before you are light years away from where you're supposed to be. That's why I even tell people, choose your hobbies very, very carefully. A great, one, a great example is that of golf. Think twice before you go out and buy some golf clubs. Anybody can buy some golf clubs. 
but then <laughs> you better compute the number of hours and days and weeks and years you're going to spend on a golf course. It's, 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 I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that that's part of the journey mm-hmm. of buying a, a golf club. It's an awareness, right? Like you're an going awareness. through life. It's almost like you, you're you putting on these new goggles, like this new lens for seeing everything. And you finally can have sort of this reality check when you're looking at the golf club or the relationship or the job or the money or whatever. Does it fit your uniqueness? Right. Does it? Is it part of an expression of what makes you uniquely diverse? Right. How is it that some people are living a life full of abundance? How is it that some people are always healthy? They're always traveling, always enjoying prosperity. They're always happy. They always seem to be surrounded by love. How is that? Albert Einstein theorized on what creates a person's circumstances. And the question was, why is it that human beings are continually surrounded by circumstances that were first imagined? And now we fast forward up to 2020, here in the year 2020, and we had the answer to that now. I love what Tennessee Williams, who he was a prolific playwright said he said make voyages attempt them there's nothing else mm. i love that imagine if you fashion your ideas for living life with the idea that there is nothing else other than voyages and for you to attempt them because it's the attempt of a voyage that is life and there is nothing else except for you to voyage and to continue to journey along I grew up in a middle-class neighborhood, 500 homes there. There was a community swimming pool. And you know the song, Tiki Tacky House? Would you yes. sing, a, sing a stanza of that for us, please? <laughs> I love it. It's, it's, we just discovered it not long ago. It was a well, really, really old song. Well, there's, a, there's an old show. I don't know when it came out, but it's called Weeds. And it, it's the oh, theme right. song yeah. to that to that HBO show. How does it go? Uh, just the lyrics, Tiki Tacky House and a Tiki Tacky. Yeah. Um, all the people in the houses, they went to just, university. Um, it's sort of a step for the They all came of, out Tiki Tacky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just all look the same. Yeah. It's, it's really just a, it's a funny song about uh sort of like the dark side of suburbia. <laughs> well, you know, but that's, and I was thinking about it because that's the kind of neighborhood I grew up in. And it's all just alike. Yes. The same station wagon in every driveway. Did you, did you grow up in Stepford? I, I guess I did in some ways. <laughs> a lot of us did. But it was all just, you could have taken a, a, a cookie mold and just made <laughs> all of the 500 homes just alike. And, you know, you had one sign that, that indicated the neighborhood that you were driving yeah. into. And it was it, and just alike. But I wore a cowboy hat and rode a pony everywhere I went. And I'm living <laughs> in the middle of this neighborhood. Now, my circumstances, because of the kinetic energy of my belief at the age of 10, were vastly different in a neighborhood of 500 homes. Now, this may be a weak um, example, but it, it is a, an early one from my life. That just shows that you're establishing your circumstances regardless of where you live. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of nowhere or in the the midst of everywhere. The life you're living is going to be fashioned and created largely by the ideas and thoughts and imagination that you are 
continually holding on to and, and fashioning yourself after. That's so true. And I actually think that's an incredibly powerful example because isn't the ultimate uh, concern that so many of us innately have is the outward appearance, you know, so you were willing to look different. You were willing to, um, like just our recent podcast, look weird, be called weird, uh, just for your own enjoyment so that you could achieve your own satisfaction, even as a child. I think it's very powerful. Einstein understood the power of the imagination, and he used it to create the theory of relativity. Well, in quantum physics, creative imagination is called the power of kinetic belief. Researchers observed in the quantum physics laboratory, particles of energy, the substance of belief, which has been mind-blowing to researchers ever since 2012 when the results of the colliding of particles came in and they discovered the Higgs boson, the, the God particle. Because what we now know is that your beliefs, a kinetic belief, one that's held in a thought form unwaveringly, this is a belief that's not going to be moved by outside influencers. It's not going to be moved by the weather, natural circumstances, by the senses, things that show up and try to divert you away from what you're believing. But it's an unwavering belief that in science, with the particle physics understanding, that actually becomes a life predictor. In other words, we can tell exactly what kind of life a person is going to be experiencing 12 months from now, according to what the kinetic energy of the belief is today. Another way of understanding this is that your beliefs today are actually forming the life you're going to be experiencing tomorrow. So this becomes a a life predictor. In other words, through something called quantum entanglement, we now understand how the substance of belief changes a person's circumstances. Not just temporarily, but I'm talking about permanently. In other words, the, the thing that you're believing and adhering to and relying on is a kinetic belief, cannot be taken from you, cannot be lost. An appetite that's formed and originally fashioned from the power of kinetic belief will not change to become something bad for you. A body that's envisioned and, and, and a thought form held for, for creating that perfect body that you're imagining will establish that and your body will not change away from that as long as the thought for it is unwavering. And it goes back to, you know, we're talking about the professional athletes that become out of shape almost immediately. What happened is they temp- they temporarily uh, trained to become that physical specimen as a, of a, as a professional athlete, but didn't go through the spiritual transformation, the power of kinetic belief to transform their body. So it wasn't lasting. It was temporal, meaning temporary. And the same is true with those that push themselves to earn a lot of money physically without imagining to transform for the wealth to become them they they will gain it one day through competition and lose it the next you know probably the my favorite thing about what you're describing that process of transforming and then seeing the results manifest is that it's in harmony with who we are as as beings as you beings of the universe it actually is in harmony with with the substance our original substance of who we are because we've all been there when you are you know trying to lose 20 pounds and you're starving yourself and you're going to the gym and it's grueling and you're trying to mentally just dig deep enough to get you to yourself to you know run that one more mile that is oh oh it's awful 
Isn't that awful? I mean, it's actually grueling and it takes, it has such a strain on your mental capacity, but everything that you're describing and that you're teaching us, it gets you to this elevated place of something that seems like it should be so difficult becomes seemingly effortless, which that is an amazing contrast to consider. And the reason it's so easy to jump into that funnel that will pull you into the natural pursuit of excellence is that it is in agreement with dissatisfaction. In other words, the resentment of failure is a product of fear. And a person that is in fear or anger over not having achieved something, not measuring up to something that is presented as a finish line by those that are judging them, can be translated into anger, which is a great motivator. And so it seems at first very satisfying to go and run those grueling miles and to get up at five in the morning to do it and to eat <laughs> asparagus and things that you just don't have a desire for and all those things. It, it's satisfying the flesh, the natural state of being, because it's, it's like self-punishment. You're inflicting that on yourself by uh, a sense of being dissatisfied. But what happens is it becomes exhausting and stressful. And ultimately, you have to quit or you, it'll, you kill yourself with the stress of it. So that's what we mean when we're talking about a temporal pursuit of excellence. And it's it works for a while. But look, there are a small percentage of people throughout the world that have, and I mean throughout history, experienced tremendous, this ultimate sense of success. And they all had this one thing in common, and they're the ones who attracted wealth wherever they were in the world. It's not it had nothing to do with the society or the place or the company they're working for, any of that stuff. They're the inventors and they're the artists. They're the and they all have this one thing in common, and that's that they understand the power of kinetic belief. Now, albeit many of them couldn't tell you how it works, they just understand it. They know that it works and it works for them. In other words, the ultra-wealthy and the most successful, they weren't the smartest, they're not the most gifted, and they aren't the luckiest, and, and they weren't even at the right place at the right time. Millions of people are trying to change their lives all the time because of what we're talking about. There's an innate knowing. You just know that you're missing something. And, and millions are losing heart, and they're quitting. And so the question is, why is it that so many are caving in and quitting or some call it failing, stopping, it's because 90% of motivational training is temporal. And that just means that it's related to the natural. It's related to the senses rather than the spiritual or in scientific terms, particle energy. Success becoming you rather than you trying to become successful. Perfected health becoming you rather than you trying to become healthy. Wealth becoming you rather than you trying to become wealthy, which means that even the most dedicated, they're trying to change through their physical efforts, through the sweat of the brow, if you will, through competition. We were not never meant to come into this world to compete. We came into this world to create. The creative creator creates whatever it is that they desire by desiring it through an unwavering kinetic belief. And through particle entanglement, what we know in quantum physics, that rearranges circumstances. You know, that, all of that's reminded me of a, a quote I saw recently, and it, it really just said, I'm paraphrasing, but it said, some of the most dangerous words in the English language are, quote, but that's the way it's always been done. And <laughs> it, this is making me think about that a little bit because 
if you don't know how to do something, if you don't have the knowledge and the equipment, mental equipment to do it, then you can't achieve it. And so we've all been shown how to do how to do success, how to be healthy and in all these ways that like you're saying are temporal. And that's what has been almost beaten into us throughout our entire life. And so getting the awareness and the knowledge that you can do this in your mind. And if you discipline your mind, everything else just falls into place in the organic way. Um, just knowing that is fresh new knowledge and, you know, that's what's going to get us to that next level is just even knowing this, that it's even possible to do it this way. Power is in wisdom. Abraham Lincoln said that if you give me six hours to cut down a tree, I'm going to spend four hours sharpening the ax. Yes. Isn't that a great quote? <laughs> Nothing in the physical stays the same. And so whatever is achieved, it, when it's, it's always going to be temporary mm-hmm. when you are in that, like you're saying that the old saying, um, it's the way it's always been done. That's just another way of saying it's a round robin way of existence. You well, keep doing the same thing. You're mm-hmm. going to keep getting the same results. That's, that is so it. And you know, it makes me think about evolution because the whole point of evolution is to increase efficiency. And that's what this is. This is our next level of evolving if, because this is the ultimate efficient way to live your life and to have success. Lasting change never comes through the temporal constant motivation of physical effort mm. um, because that becomes exhausting and it, de- it depletes the strength of energy and everybody eventually has to cave in and quit from that if for no other reason, like I was saying, just to keep from killing themselves from the stress of all of that. Mm. And that's why diets don't work. Nothing like that works. Diets will come. They become you because you actually have... Uh, subconsciously changed your appetite. And so you're actually eating for entertainment good foods because that's your desire. The desire changes. It's attracted to you to manifest those good foods into your life. It's almost like you're trying to force a tree to grow with no roots. You know, it's just going to fall over and it's going to be this huge failure because you're so focused on the outward fruit instead of, you know, building that foundation of kinetic belief, which you know, you used the word transform earlier. And isn't that such an important piece of this puzzle is that you're not just making fruit grow. You're not just making something happen. You're actually transforming your DNA back to that original source. It's in harmony. Spiritual DNA. with where, And there are no spiritual DNA birth defects. And so actually what you're doing is you're coming into agreement with the original spiritual DNA that you came into the natural with. What happens is we unbecome what we were meant to be through all of the life negative influencers that we've been exposed to. And so what we do is we go back to the original the original genius of purpose, mm. which is perfect, to unbecome everything that's not perfect. And I'm going to let you in on the most dynamic, life-changing, uh, attracting, manifesting, life-perfecting <laughs> secret that has ever been revealed yes. right now. Ready. In quantum physics, research has shown that there was a creative bias, that there's a creative consciousness a substance of belief for everything in the universe. And this is what's really cool. It it was pointed to, research pointed to the bias that existed before the Big Bang. Just prior to the Big Bang, there was an imagination for everything that there is, including you and me and everyone listening to the podcast right now. You were imagined before the universe came into being. In other words, there's a blueprint for everything in the universe. The discovery of the quantum particle responsible for attracting form 
where there had been nothing at all, attracting form and creating and manifesting something, that's now known as the God particle. And what's really amazing is, is every single human being has an inherent ability. You have a, a, there's a, a super to the hero within you. So that's probably why so many people are uh, just have an insatiable appetite for these superhero movies because it's agreeing with something on the inside of us. We are actually <laughs> like uh, created in the image of the creator of God. And we are creative creators in the natural. So we all have that super on the natural on the inside of us. So there's this attraction to the, the supernatural ability of human beings. Every human being has an ability to use the substance of belief, the actual physical quantum substance of belief, to attract into their life whatever they desire. In other words, knowledge, the wisdom we were talking about, of how to intentionally use kinetic belief, literally, physically changes a person's reality, objectively, according to how they imagine it to be, unwaveringly, using the power of kinetic belief. So you've been teaching us just now about about activating kinetic belief into your life. And, and you also said that it's possible to make this permanent, to, to change yourself to the level that you have quite literally transformed. So my next question is, once you reach that plateau of transformation, okay, you've done it, you've achieved that, do you have to go about maintaining that now? Or is this just something that has become you and you don't really have to think about it ever again? How does that continuation work? Yeah, you're on a journey, right? You're going somewhere. You're on, you are in a vessel, you're in a natural vessel, and you're taking a journey. Well, what does any captain of a vessel, a vessel use for the journey? A journal. A logbook. A logbook. That's right. You have to log your journey. Mm -hmm. Why? It's so that you can stay on track of your destination and keep track of your journey so that as the wind blows from the east or the west or wherever, whatever kind of obstacles may show up, maybe it's that huge monstrous uh, octopus that wraps its tentacles around the bow of your ship one day, okay, and while you're, the, the first mate goes off to pin Moby Dick, you go back to your logbook to stay on course, you're keeping your bearings. You're keeping your bearings. So that. you start journaling, not your experiences. I don't want to hear about the the octopus. What I want to know is where you're going. Yeah, what you're... makes you you and uniquely you? What is your journey? You want to log your journey and keep notes of your highest viewpoints, your thought forms, for the imagination seeing exactly the outcome of what it is that you're desiring, because that's going to form the substance, the quantum physical substance of your belief to attract in your life, changing the circumstances of your destination every single day. And if you can do this without uh, wavering in your thoughts, then that leads you and it actually speeds up the process. The more intensely you stay in that journal for your life, the journal for your destination, the journal for your highest expectations, and you revisit that and you meditate on that and you become grateful for seeing it as already having come to pass. You see yourself already in the land of promise. You're already in that place. That speeds it up. That keeps the wind, uh, your sails full of the wind and, you're, and at your back rather than coming from the side. And so it's the logbook, the journal that keeps you on course. Wow, that's so powerful, this idea that your journal is, is not for reinforcing your today, but it's for creating your tomorrow. 
Right, yeah. And then let somebody else read the book about Moby Dick, because it's, it's a great a great <laughs> read anyway. I, I love but, all the names in Moby Dick. That's the best thing about that book. Starbucks? They, Starbucks and uh, <laughs> Captain, oh, what was his name? Oh, I'm blanking. Captain Kangaroo? No. <laughs> You're so intellectual. All right. Look, anything that can be thought of and imagined, then intentionally applied through the power of kinetic belief, is literally attracted into your life. This is the one dynamic thing that the world's most successful all have in common. They are intentionally, on purpose, every day, mastering the universe around them through the power of kinetic belief. One of the my favorite phrases, I always have sort of like a little phrase that you say during the podcast that just jumps out at me and it just kind of gloms onto my brain and I can't forget it. And a while back, you said that you're creating the utopia within and I just thought that was such a beautiful concept that when you're doing this, when you're going through this transformative process, you're creating that utopia within yourself. And that not that why you're always telling us that everything we need is within? If you need anything, right. you're pulling and you're drawing and you're looking within to achieve things and to, to understand life. That utopia within is the thing that you came into the world with, into the natural with. It's that knowing that it is the the vortex of your existence, that perfection. It's the perfected health, wealth, peace, joy, happiness, optimistic happiness. All of that is located in that utopia, the vortex, the imagination, the genius that's within. And that's why we are, people are, when you become dissatisfied, it's because emotionally you know that you're not in that utopia the sweet place of the within but it doesn't mean it's not possible what that means is you have something that you can do in order to attract that utopia into your life in other words you're putting a demand on your immediate circumstances and your immediate environment to be the peace that you imagine it to be the joyous place that you've imagined it to be the optimistic happiness that comes with knowing that you know what? Your best is yet to come because you can imagine it and see it as it should be. Think about it. The life you're now living is based upon the things you believe. In quantum physics, beliefs are things. There's a substance to your belief. So there's no longer this mystery as to why some people are always wealthy, while other people are struggling just to make ends meet, and why some people are always healthy, while everybody else is just getting sick all the time. I had a a good friend of mine years ago, and every year he would say, Steve, I just, you know, I'd like to uh, do something after Christmas, but um, I get the flu after Christmas every year. Oh, jeez. And guess what Richard got every year after uh, Christmas? The flu? He had the flu Maybe. every single year, wow. but he would say it. He believed it. Wow. Over Belief over. is substance. Words are things. And so whatever you're believing, whatever you're speaking, and whatever you're saying, you can absolutely um, count on it manifesting into your life. You know, words are things and they are so powerful. And something that was just washing over me is how powerful it is for you to tell us that not only do we have permission to do all these things, but that we're capable of being great and that we are even capable of being unique and special and that we have some sort of deep, uh, eternal, unique, you know, uh, fingerprint of a purpose that that we need to achieve because for example I was never told that by anyone that I was 
uh, smart until I was about 20 years old. And I remember the first time that I heard those words and it just opened up this entire new universe of possibility for me. Something that simple, something as simple as being told that I was smart versus, uh, this, the, the word dumb and stupid had been used throughout my life. And so just being told that. So I think it's also incredibly powerful to listen to you and be told that we we do have this. And not only do we have permission, but deep within us is this person. And it does matter. And they are special. And the world does need us and, the, and that what we have as individuals. Right. And you know somebody that is finding relief from being told, for example, in your case, because you are very intelligent, very smart, is that everybody, most everybody, I should say, it is surrounded by those that are attempting to, to form the thoughts for them, to uh, create your own ideas about self. And so it's not until you first are able to break free from that and someone shows up to give you permission to see yourself as you really are, that you find freedom from the restrictions of those that have been forming your thoughts for you. The, and that's what our Mastering the Universe workshop does. The purpose of that is to anoint those that come with the power of kinetic belief in order that they can begin attracting the life that they desire, the life that they desire financially and personally according to the genius of their purpose. The, the power of kinetic belief, it, it strips you of all of those life's negative influences that will continually tell you that you're not intelligent. You'll never amount to anything. That who do you think you are wanting to even be something that I'm not? You need to be who I want you to be. You need to make me proud. You need to honor me with your life. All those things. I had somebody that cared a lot about me, show me the power of kinetic belief when I was about five years old. and I didn't have any reason to not believe them. And they didn't know that it was called kinetic belief, but they understood how it worked. And so what I did is I began kinetically believing to become a concert pianist. And it worked. I began playing the piano without reading music, and I was attracting these songs through the universe. And now I've actually you know, played televised concerts with you, Megan, and with a full symphony, music yes. that I was attracting through the universe. I didn't take lessons to become a concert pianist or go to school to do that. But the ability was attracted through the power of kinetic belief. And the power of kinetic belief has manifested 14 different companies into my life. Whatever you can think or imagine, through the power of kinetic belief, it just simply becomes you. That's the thing. And for example, I'm not a chemical physicist, and neither are you, but using the power of kinetic belief together, we actually patented cryogenic liquid nitrogen technology, uh, cryogenic pressurization technology that's now used in air and space manufacturing. We don't, we don't, uh, we didn't go to school for that. <laughs> kind of epic. But we use the power of kinetic belief to do that. And yes. I've done it to literally change my physical body. The last time I had a cold before I used uh, kinetic belief to not have colds anymore was 20 years ago. Now, there's nothing special about me. I was an average student. I went to college for just a, three months, and um, then I quit. <laughs> I didn't drop out. I quit. I always, say, I always tell my dad I didn't drop out. I left. I just left. I just left. <laughs> but you see, I'm just like most people, Megan. You're like most, well... You're above average. But the only difference is what I do know, I understand the life-changing, dynamic power of kinetic belief. Mm -hmm. And it will change your life. It will grow your business or put you into whatever profession you choose. Yes. 
look, I'm a mentor, and I have a passion for helping other people to manifest whatever they can imagine or desire. But I've got to tell you that I intentionally use the power of kinetic belief to create the Mastering the Universe workshop. And it, it formed after about eight years of intensely imagining, unwaveringly, using the power of kinetic belief to do that. So the experience, and I will, it comes with a warning, it is only for those who are serious and passionate about wanting a real-life permanent change. The, and the experience is also for those that are responsible enough to take the authority, to use the authority and the dominion and the power of kinetic belief and to do it responsibly because it will absolutely manifest whatever it is that you desire. Something you said recently that I just really loved is, is you, you were talking about the workshops and you said, you know, when everybody comes to these, you're not trying to get them to, to believe in you. It's so that you're teaching them to believe in themselves and their own capabilities and their own power, which I just loved that because I've, I've known many a life coach <laughs> in my time and, and it's always about them and they kept bringing it back to them. And I know that's not always the case, but I just thought that was a really beautiful thing to say because that's where the true power lies. Well, I want you to know that I am passionate about what I do and about my own life and my own history, because I began over 25 years ago, mentoring the power of kinetic belief to, to tens of thousands who desired a, a different destination for their lives. And using the power of kinetic belief, thousands of lives have been transformed throughout the Appalachian Mountains. And I mentored the power of kinetic belief to tribes of Native Americans, the Blackfeet, Arapaho, uh, the Shoshone. And you were with me, at, um, both with the Arapaho and Shoshone in Wyoming and the Navajo in New Mexico. And I'm the founder of the Law of Kinetic Belief, which is a subset theory to the God Particle. And the Mastering the Universe Kinetic Belief Workshop is only for those who want a different destination from the one that they're living now. But look, it's also for those who've already been successful. But understand that in order to live, that means to keep advancing and not keep experiencing the same life that you've been caught up in and advancing toward perfected completion, attracting to form whatever it is that you can think or imagine. The power of kinetic belief is for those that want to just enjoy the adventures of their desires. And while perfecting their bodies, that's part of it. You want to advance your mind, body, and soul. That's what success is. And so the power of kinetic belief, it attracts great wealth, if that's your desire. There are no common people. You know, they're only average. And they're average because of what they don't know. Every human being is dynamically unique. Every human being has this inner genius. It's an ability for attracting whatever they desire. And there truly are no limits to this. And I think you already know that there's some kind of uh, intuition. Most people do already on the inside of them, deep on the inside. Most people know that. Yesterday we were talking about uh, what it means to be weird. Well, that's what this is. You just know that you're different. Yeah. Even if you are uh, comfortable with all your friends and, and um, the, the khakis you wear and the white shirt you wear and the penny loafers, that's great. And you're with 500 other guys dressed the same way. Well, that's wonderful. And there's probably something going on on the inside of you that's going, wait a minute, am I really... Am I really like the, like I've said before, the other 50 guys in this nightclub with a mustache? <laughs> Is this really who I am? What makes me different? There's something going on on the inside of me. <laughs> and there's always been this kind of missing puzzle piece. And, but what you may not know is that that missing puzzle piece, it actually 
contains the power to manifest whatever it is that you desire. Just say this after me. Let's create some viewpoints now for attracting our best life. Just say this. Say, I can manifest. I can manifest. Anything I desire. Anything I desire. It is mine to choose. It's mine to choose. My success already exists. My success already exists. Where I manifest it. Where I manifest it. Is up to me. Is up to me. My dreams are meant to be experienced by me. My dreams are meant to be experienced by me. There is nothing to fear. There's nothing to fear. I am fearless. I am fearless. And able to be me. And able to be me. I am surrounded with positivity. I am surrounded with positivity. Because my energy. Because my energy. Is positive. Is positive. My beliefs. My beliefs. Attract my reality. Attract my reality. I am motivated by my purpose. I'm motivated by my purpose. I trust that my inner wisdom. I trust that my inner wisdom. My genius. My genius. My desires. My desires. Are perfect. Are perfect. Because they're mine. Because they're mine. I'm excited by the path that God and the universe I'm excited by the path that God and the universe have established within me. Have established within me. And the world will be better. The world will be better. To have known. To have known. The real me. The real me. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm, That felt good. That was a delicious affirmation. Sweet. I love it. Wow, what a powerful podcast. Living our best life. Living our best life. That the power of the unique, the power of you, the power of being that individual self. Mm. Anointed with that's the power of kinetic belief. Love it. And that's the unwavering, uh, the unwavering imagination, the unwavering desire. Not moved by what you see, feel, or hear. Not moved by the thoughts and ideas and opinions of anybody else, but established upon that which you've chosen to believe to come to pass in your life. It always wow. attracts. Always attracts. So powerful. Mm, thank you for such a great podcast today oh yeah and we're headed to atlanta excited about that yes yes look uh if you want to if you want to comment on today's podcast kinetic belief at stephencanyon.com gets an email to miss megan (laughs) yes to me to the entire team actually (laughs) that's a that's an office-wide email address you have there and then kineticbelief.com is going to have the events page where you can check out all of the upcoming dates locations and hey if you don't see your city there shoot us an email you never know we love doing invitationals with you guys. And the logbook that we were talking about, make sure you are journaling your viewpoints for living. And I do have a guided journal available on the website and you yes. can go there at kineticbelief.com, pick one of those up. If you don't want to or can't pick one up, if you, if you uh, just write it down, get a spiral notebook, get a napkin, write it on your, tattoo it on your backside, whatever you have to do to keep it before your eyes and in your... How's that before your eyes? <laughs> before somebody his eyes. I don't know. Get a mirror. Somebody's... Do what you have to do and keep those thought forms in view, oh, in, in, within view. That took a, uh-huh. an interesting turn. Um, on... Just do it. Just... I guess that's the point. The point do, is... Whatever you got to do, do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't put this off anymore. It's that important I to love you. it. Yeah, that guided journal is very powerful. And I got a report from someone the other day about our, I was looking at our sales report. And it's fascinating how many people order two at a time. I thought that was really interesting, and I and I guess that's that's you know two people partnering up to do this together, which um, has to be the case because we've even heard from a husband and wife uh, over and over again, and then I know I've heard from quite a few siblings that did it together, sisters and a sister brother. So um, I thought well, that was interesting. Well, that's part of unconditional love, isn't it? And also, it's just so special. It's a special, magnificent way to live life is to do to do this journey with someone else that you are equally mm-hmm. edifying and encouraging yeah. and celebrating and championing. 
life yeah, with. Find a partner in this. That makes it all that much more fun, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely does. Yeah, so kineticbelief.com, and it's all there. Okay, we'll see you on Friday on your birthday. And yeah. You, know, you don't get the day off. What? No. I don't want the day off. Podcasts are my favorite thing. What is off anyway? If, yeah. if it's your life, if it's your best life, yeah. there's, there's no on and off. It Ooh, just that's is. a good point. If you want to take time off, that might be mm, a red there's flag. There's a flag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll see you then. Awesome. Okay, right. thanks as usual for all the wisdom. Bye.